Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello and welcome to another episode of No Small Roles, a D&D podcast where there are no small roles and no small explanations about to come from Enkidu. <laughs> None whatsoever. <laughs> I'm David Knight, your Dungeon Master, and I'm joined by these wounded and worried friends. So say hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Hey, give me a healing potion. Are we emotionally <laughs> wounded? Because I'm definitely not physically. No, I was going to say, the physical wounding <laughs> very much all in Some of us didn't go into the hex hideout. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, so, have you all been practicing your bedside manner? Uh, oh, yes. I'm tra- yes. ready to put my plus five to medicine into use. Oh, plus <laughs> Amazing. five. Oh, yeah. Hello, night nurse. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Saucy. Oh, no. <laughs> is it the afternoon? Hashtag Gwen Kidu. Yeah, literally. <laughs> All right, well, whilst Gwen Kidu were left alone, uh, let's cue the theme Playing tune. doctors and nurses. Oh, no. Um, I keep that in. <laughs> Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice Seize your sheets and d20 Let's play D&D Your haggard character swaggers with daggers in each hand You've all discussed what you must, but even best laid plans Take a turn when checks are missed Roll initiative Brandish your blades So, arriving at the training chamber of the Arcanist Consortium, you all, apart from Enkidu, join the queue of Twaintide T-Tournament teams ready to attempt the Mage's Trial. You have a wonderful chat with the Plucky Poppycocks, a rival team who have managed to secure five spoons already. 
but they don't succeed at this one. Introduced to the challenge by arcanist Bellow Cupdown, the Abraka lads pass through a series of magical challenge rooms to win themselves a spoon. Yeah! And whilst they celebrate their success, the paralysed Enkidu is dragged through the sewers by Malleus to a hex hideout and hung by his legs over a grate. Beaten to a pulp, the conversation does not go as Enkidu hopes, though he is given a message to share with the rest of the party. Leave town by noon tomorrow, or the hex will start picking them off one by one. Drop through the grate into the rushing sewage and spat out onto the muddy river shore, Enkidu calls on the friends inside himself, only for Alcibiades to wrest control of the body and force Enkidu into the inside space. With Juno recalling Ruana, the others are alerted to Enkidu's plight and rush back to Feather's Pillow to meet him, finding Alcibiades still in control and on the verge of consciousness. So that's not quite where we pick it up. Enkidu. Oh. You wake up. Okay. In control of your body. Right. You realise you're back in the bunk bedroom. You're in the feathers pillow room that you'd stayed the night before. And uh, the rest of your party are stood, sat. I don't know. How is everybody else arranged around the room? I think Gwendolyn's got like a cold compress on his forehead. Oh. Just like, you know, she's been she's been trying to learn a bit from Juna with the kind of healing side. Of, obviously, she can't, you know, do magical healing, but she's kind of just been trying to learn a bit of how to care for people a bit. Okay. Um, Gwendolyn? Enkidu, is that... Are you yourself? Yeah, I'm back. You <sighs> are? That's definitely you? Yeah, it's me. She slaps him. <laughs> what the heck was that for? That's for nearly dying again. Ah. Uh, mm. Okay. I'll take that. Good. Is everyone okay? Yeah, we're fine. We're not the ones that are injured, Enkidu. <sighs> well, I'm I'm feeling a little bit constipated, but that's because of my breakfast, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just thought we were all sharing, you know. <laughs> I thought it was just a safe space, but clearly not. Sorry. <laughs> um, Enkidu, en- what what happened to you? Uh, I, f- I fell for a trap. Uh, fell very far beneath the surface of the city, and right into Malleus's clutches. Yeah. Malleus, he's, he's alive and he's watching us. He's been watching us since we got here. Beat the hell out of me. I wanted to threaten us. And then he, he spits me out, tells, tells me that if we don't leave by noon tomorrow, he'll come for us one by one. Damn it. That certainly puts a time limit on things. Yeah, I know. Midday. What did you talk to him about? Well, I wanted to try and find out more information about why they were here. That's why I went to the hideout, just to see what what they were amenable to. I've had a feeling since Rostal that they wouldn't let us go, but uh, I didn't think I'd be dumb enough to fall for something so simple as a bloody hole in the floor. Anyway, um, just wanted to see if he was amenable to some kind of mutual interest kind of sharing. But uh, the way he spoke made it sound like he had assurances from people in high places. Like, 
he made it very obvious and very clear that the consortium are very much working within his favour. They're on his side? Definitely. He didn't name names, but he made it clear that the consortium weren't in his way at all. Children of Havoc, he's not concerned about in the slightest. I suppose that's not surprising, given previous interactions with the Hex. They seem to have their fingers in all the pies. All of them. They get everywhere. What do they know of our plans? We didn't mention anything of that. What did you tell them of our plans? Nothing at all. It didn't read my mind either. So they don't know what we're doing here? Nope. Or what we're planning to do tomorrow? Nope. But do assume that you're being watched. They've got little uh, runners everywhere. So you didn't mention the Children of Havoc at all? Well, I mentioned those, those guys, but I didn't mention that we had run into them or that we were fighting them. You didn't mention Pellegree? He knows Rings has been arrested somewhere. He didn't mention where. I didn't say anything either. Gwendolyn kind of looks to the others. Juno raises an eyebrow back at her. <laughs> uh, and Kidu, can you make an insight check, please? <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Um, insight check was 10 altogether. Okay, so yeah, you basically get that uh, I mean, not much between the looks between them that there is some concern for you. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) And Kiru got that. Daryl got something else entirely different. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What is it? What's wrong? Did I say something strange? We just we just want to know everything that happened. Right. Well, after he spat me out and I washed up somewhere in the city out of the hideout, I tried to get my friends to help me heal my body. But then Alcibiades took over. But it wasn't like he... It was like he was outside of me. Like he had gotten out of my body. I could feel him. He, he, he stepped on my prone body and then said, there's one thing I can do for you. And then that's it. I was distant. I can tell you, Enkidu, it was very similar to the last time. Did he hurt you, Miss Epthorne? No, but he did tell us everything. He did? Hmm? Was it different from what I've said? A bit more detail from him. Well, like I said before, there's one thing I know about him, is that he's not a liar. So it's true that you've been sneaking off in the middle of the night to find people? Yeah. I think Aggie gives a knowing look. (laughs) (laughs) Insight check. (laughs) Yeah, like I said, I've been wanting to find out what the hecks we're up to. Look, Enkidu, I'm I'm not angry with you. I'm not upset with you. I'm just very disappointed because we we trusted you and we nearly lost you again. We love you, Enkidu, but you're part of this team with us. And telling us doesn't mean you can't do this stuff, man. It just means that, like, we're in the know, you know? You've got to let us in. Yeah. We're here for you, and this is part of being here for you. We've got your back. I understand, but... No, not but. It's just that... There's a... There's a darkness that I've always been entrenched in, which most of you don't have, or have not had to face. And if I would keep you from that darkness, then... Yeah. I would go off into myself, even if it meant harm. 
serious harm to my own person to keep you from it. But Enkidu, you can't have the light without the dark. It all comes together. It's all there for the balance. Guy does like a, a gesture of like a, an explosion with his with his head. <laughs> <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> that was some trippy shit you just said, Jonah. <laughs> you, you can't have the shadow of a tree without the light shining on it and vice versa. Whatever that would be. You can't have the light without the shadow shining it. What? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Orin, just go with it. It's a metaphor, man. <laughs> That's Ben and Orin. <laughs> yeah, don't kill the bus. It's, it's a real metaphor, Ben. It's what you do in midsummer. You have to go and sit in the shade of a tree because you can't have that darkness of the shade of the tree without the light shining on the tree to cause the shade. I don't know what vice versa is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the bit that I question. <laughs> no, I understand what Miss Thorne is saying. Yeah. I just, for the longest time, thought the sun, the light shone for other people, not for people like me, who operate in the dark, where dark things and evil things dwell. And that, that is my place. The light's for other people like you and, and Gwendolyn and Orin. And yeah, Gaius, you too. I just thought I could maybe make sure everything was safe by... Just being where I know best, in the dark. But like Gaia said, it doesn't mean you can't do these things. You just need to let us in. I just wasn't 100% sure of my hunch. But I knew if I said it, you tried to stop me. And I look at Gwendolyn. That's the truth. Well, of course we would have tried to stop you. You nearly died. (laughs) Again. And what you're saying about... Belonging in the place you know best, operating in the darkness. This is why I feel uncomfortable about you wanting to put yourself in a situation where assassinating people is your first choice. We all belong to the light and the dark. Mm. We all have choices. Enkidu, you are more than the darkness inside of you. Yeah. More than the darkness of your past. Hmm. You deserve to have the light shine on you, just as much as everybody else. And as she says those last few words, she looks him in the eye and gives him a gentle pat where she... Slapped him in the face earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Kiddy will just look away and look down. Duna's just gonna like sidle up to him and just sort of reach her arms up, sort of around one shoulder, which is all she can reach. <laughs> oh. David, how's Enkidu looking health-wise? Has he ha- has he had any opportunity to um uh? To recover a bit, or is he looking? Pretty yeah, good? I'd say so. Like a uh, short rest, mechanically. That's my question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. What I will say is a slight retcon. Juna, how much did you heal um, Alcibiades, as it were, whilst he was explaining everything to you? Uh, like, well, <laughs> well, I could have slapped a song of rest on that as well. Yeah, like I've got, I've got, I've got the magic to be able to do it. So like, do pumped him to... right the way up to full. Yeah. I mean, how many hit points were you down? And I have six at the moment. Like how many would be full? Um, 68 total. So another 62 hit points. <laughs> and it's, it's only the yeah. afternoon, right? So we've still got time to do stuff. So 
yeah. if we can spread out the use of resources maybe yeah. without maybe yes. so, yeah i think yeah song of rest yeah i can do a song of rest um because that's what i call it <laughs> <laughs> if you roll badly chris you can re-roll one of your dice and i can give you something i've never used before called guidance <laughs> yeah. <laughs> guidance. yeah. It's a little cantrip called guidance. <laughs> no, it's it's called um magical guidance. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they really oh, branching out with the naming. It's completely there. different. <laughs> no, sorry, that's something different. Oh, retcon. <laughs> I take back my sarcastic comment. Oh, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was wrong. It's empowered healing. Oh, so cool. if um. If someone rolls the dice to determine the number of hit points a spell restores, you can spend one sorcery point to re-roll any number of those dice once. So if you roll a low one, yeah, good then shot. I'm quite happy to spend a sorcery That's point. Nice. Number of, yeah. So Enkidu will have had a short rest as well, so could can be yeah. rolling some hit dice as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd say by this point, having sort of gone in the morning to check out the hall and then do a uh, one of the challenges, it's probably about three o'clock by the time sort of you're back um and kidu's had a chance to heal up as awoken as himself it's probably yeah about three o'clock in the afternoon um short rest cool. short rest yes yeah, so. you can't have light i've just come up with the other the vice versa <laughs> <laughs> if you light a torch in bright sunlight you can't see the light of the torch so you have to have a dark room or a dark night to be able to see the light coming from a torch da, 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 <laughs> and thus completing it's the beautiful. metaphor. It's beautiful. We can continue with the game. <laughs> <laughs> How much did your song arrest get, Chris? Um, 12. Did you re-roll any and would you like to? can probably re-roll a couple if you want to. Uh, no, no, I'm good. I got six and six, man. Oh, okay. Nice. But damn. Does nice. Enkidu look like he needs more healing? 29 from my uh, hit die. Another 12. I haven't done anything yet. I can do some cure wounds. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah, I'll cast it a second level, then it's 2d8 plus 5, so that should give you some pretty That would be more yeah. than yeah. if you got total. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you roll two Just ones. ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two ones. Then I shall re-roll them. Yeah, then you can use that. <laughs> Using my feature that I never realised I had until today. 16. Perfect. Ah, That's what you needed. That's exactly what I needed. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Nice. Well done, team. Beautiful. Cool. That was that was uh, Orin's way. That that all came out of Orin just checking whether I needed to use the bees to to uh, at this moment just to boost him up. But Mm -hmm. if he's looking okay, then Orin will just sort of go in and 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 give Enkidu a little hug and just go. And you know, I think there's there's darkness in everyone as well. So you don't have to try and protect us from everything out there. I appreciate that. Some things in life are bad, you know. They can really make you mad. Other things make you just want to swear and curse. When you're chewing on life's gristle, don't grumble, give a whistle. And he begins the rendition of Always Look on the Bright Side of Life. <laughs> Which, for the purposes of the score, will sound vaguely different. <laughs> just enough different. A few notes altered sufficiently. <laughs> Sure, Monty Python aren't a litigious lot. <laughs> what were you up to while I was away? Oh, we got a spoon. Ah. <laughs> uh, I'm just well remembering done. the contrast of the last episode. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> 
We got a spoon and we found out two clues or one definite clue and one potential clue towards the spoons. Because um, one of them is hard to find or hard to even find where to start. You wouldn't by any chance be at Granis's house, would it? I, I don't. We did find, uh, we went and did a scout out oh, at yes. Granis's home, which sorry, is that's possibly more, more important, important information. information. Sorry, sorry. Yes. <laughs> Orin puts the spoon away. <laughs> Juna sidles up to Enkido and goes, points to it. Orin is like, Light and dark, light and dark. <laughs> <sighs> and I think they give him all the information about mm. the like everything we worked out, the perimeter, how the yeah. you know, for the sake of brevity. Mm-hmm. No living gods, gods, people. Not that we saw, other than the the sight of someone potentially at a window. So maybe people inside. There's someone at residence. Makes sense. It's a house. Yeah. Well. There's at least one person in there because there's a prisoner in there. So there's probably people looking after them as well. Yeah, it might be. He might be guarded inside. And also, I think we know Petra's in there because that's the whole reason that they're trying to get her out to uh, have a meeting with her. So yeah, whether she was in this morning, I don't know. But I mean, I, it's a big house. I assume that there is quite a bit of staff within it. It would possibly be worth staking it out a bit to see how many people come and go. It was quite easy for us to be there because there were lots of tourists. It's a tourist hotspot. It is. But we don't know where within that home they'll be keeping Pellegree. As I told you, there was the lion statue, so potentially that's guarding something underground again, as it, the dragon was at the Vondel's house. Okay. So if we're essentially going to be breaking and entering into this place, couldn't we ask for Kasula for some guidance? I've certainly got some things I'd like to ask Kasula. I can ask her if she's been there before. That's the best thing I can think to ask. Or her opinion on if she was to guard, be guarding a member of the high table, what measures she would take and see if those mm. are actually in effect right now. I wonder if Heron's been to the house. And possibly a back entrance or an underground entrance to the place who's probably not of. But that's what you can get in the floor plans if we're able to get those. Well, yes, that would be a very useful thing to have. Well, then why don't we do this then? It would be best to go in through the front door or flying through a window. And all these infiltration rind starts going. (laughs) Uh, You can see Kiri just muttering to himself like, and go through the ground floor, but the guards are on the side. But no, when we're with the flowers, there's hidden some secret arcane devices. But no, actually... Remember sharing with us, Enkidu, sharing with us. (laughs) Uh, Right, yeah, sorry. Not used to having to plan an infiltration on your day's notice. Okay, so um, we could potentially have Oren just like peep his head through the door and say hi to Heron and ask him some questions. And and, and Gwendolyn, you've got your your connection with with your stepmom, right? Yes, yes. I think it's very important that we get in contact with Heron and update him. Mm. I have a few things that I think would be useful to go to Kasula about. Um, first of all, uh, to ask her, I'm assuming she's going to be accompanying Tymon to this tour around the Arcanist Consortium. So to ask if she can have a look at this burial place of Chargelt, that should give us some extra information about the founders. Hopefully anything about the history as to our actual mission. I would like to ask her, I think as Enkidu says, to ask what sort of measures she might put in place. Ask if she's been to that place before to uh, have a look around, maybe on important business with Tymon. Who knows? Maybe Quince has been there before. I mean, they're both nobles around here. Perhaps he's visited the home. But we don't want to give too much away about our mission. I'm definitely going to be careful about the way I talk to Kasula. 
I would also like to ask her if I can borrow the rose pebble and see if I can talk with my sister Prim because there may be information I can get about this lion statue and see if there's any sort of override if I use a bit of reverse psychology perhaps okay sounds good and we also need to find out the exact precise time of Timon's tour tomorrow because those um bonbons we have have quite a specific time so those are things that I need to do in Plumebridge. If anybody else wants to join me, you're very welcome to. If anybody else's things that they'd like to do align. I just would like to buy a lot of flowers. <laughs> so I'll come with you. <laughs> I'd like to stake out the house. I've not seen it myself. That's my own fault. I mean, I'd quite like to go and look and see if there are some plans or something I can find in a library or something. What about you, Guy? Well, um, I was just thinking, you know, you said you wanted someone to stake the place out. Um, also I was going to suggest maybe like, you know, cause we've kind of been compromised here. Might be an idea when we get the guy out of there to not bring him here, to not do take Do we him... need to get him out? I don't know if we need to break him out. Or do we just need information? Yeah. What's the incentive when we get in there and he's like, hey, true. how's it going? Get me out of here and I'll tell you all your secrets. Otherwise I'm not going to like, yeah. you know, tell you the secrets. I mean, true. That's a fair point. He has no reason to talk to us at all. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but yeah, we, we got to have something. We could dangle the carrot of potentially. Oh, so Guy can be very charming, can't you, Guy? I wonder if the angle with him is uh, incentive with him is that they've been caught up with one faction of the, the, the consortium and maybe we can put in a good word to, to get them moved over somewhere more comfortable. I don't know. Yeah, there's that angle. He's also all about chaos, isn't he? So it's like, hey, you could be That's sitting true. in a cell just, you know, doing nothing, or you could be coming with us and causing hell. So. But isn't the point that he Pellegree has been put in this place instead of where they're supposed to be? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they're already better off than they, they would be is sort of the, the trigger for this, are, isn't it? Are they or are they not? I mean, we don't know. We don't know if they're better off where they That's are. That's true. That's true. They might be much worse off. It seems like a very off-the-grid of rest if he's inside a personal residence rather than the consortium itself. Meaning they could be planning anything for him. So he might be safe. He might be safer elsewhere. If it were me going on my own, I would uh, detect thoughts and zone of truth him. Oh, that's a good thought. It's a bit a bit, a bit less of a charming and, and tactful uh, approach. Do we have means of breaking a barrier? Because I am not going to take any chances that Exissa and... Petrus have not put him in some kind of magical trap where magic can't access him. Well, we've got 10 minutes of being completely untraceable, haven't we? And one hour of being invisible whilst we do this. Yes. We've got that. So in theory, that could get us through a barrier if there is one. But here's the thing as well. So if we do bring him out, we just got to think, okay, what's the plan after that? Because most likely eyes are going to be on us from one faction or another, you know, when we come out. So I'm just saying like, you know. can't be seen with him. At all. It's way too dangerous. You'd have to let him go. His children would be looking for him, wouldn't they? So who's to say they're not scouring the city trying to find him right now? I think best case scenario, we get the information out of him whilst we're there and we leave him. Yeah, yeah. I don't think breaking him out is a good plan at all. I don't think so either. Okay, I just want a clarification. So we're going in there, get the information, get us out. Yeah. Yeah. But I do understand what you mean about needing to give him a reason to give us this yeah, information. it's a really good point. It's good that... Juna has means of making you talk the truth. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's not as delicate as Guy is suggesting. We don't but, have time uh, to be delicate. No. You know. But we can offer that we can have this consortium protect him, at least temporarily. 
doesn't have to be the truth. Guy raises his like bandaged hand still and is like, ah, yeah, I'm not in the mood for like being too soft with this guy at the moment. From remembering Mm. (laughs) the dagger in the hand. Yeah, he caused that to Malaki. So yeah. Okay, cool. So I'll, I'm, I'm, we got to go in groups as well, guys. We can't like just break all up into singles because, you know, the Hex are keeping an eye out for us and they could be opportunists, you know, there's a deadline, but hey, you know, something might happen. So like, you know, we got to go in groups if we're going to go. Juna said she wants to come with me. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. As long as we can stop off for flowers, then, yeah. then I'll come with you. Yeah. I'll go with Orin then. And then I'd like to look at the house at nighttime, see if it's any different to what you guys saw during okay, the day. Well, maybe we pop out, pop over to Heron's very briefly, the three of us. Say well, hi. Well, m- might as well talk to Heron now before we go our separate ways. Or Okay. Yeah. 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 And then we Let's can go for our library and then head over to the house as it gets dark. Have a scout. You two head off. Go and have a chat. Talk on the... Uh, the old Vodastone? Rose Pebble. I just feel like Vodastone would be a good name for it. Do we want to waste resources giving Heron a heads up, or do we just put the key in and knock on the door? Oh, I think we forgot. <laughs> we forget. Okay. <laughs> we intentionally forget. He likes that, doesn't he? Fuck it. It's an emergency. <laughs> Amazing. So, yeah, you're just using the door to... Gwendolyn winks at everyone. Yes, we forgot. <laughs> Time is of the essence. Yes. Yes. Kohilda, yes. No, not Kohilda anymore. Oh, I forgot. Don't worry. I'll remind you. I did. <laughs> <laughs> is there a door in the room that we're in? Is there a cupboard or something, David, with a keyhole? I mean, there's the door into the room. I mean, the there's room. the door into the room. Oh, there's a door into the room. Great. <laughs> I mean, this isn't a, do- a door. That's, was, you can go in the cupboard if you want to, but there's a door. I just wanted to recreate Narnia. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I ruined it. I'll go to the, the door to the room. The <laughs> okay, cool. And yeah, you open it. Uh, it swings open, you see the kitchen. Whilst you don't see anybody in there, you can hear the sound of um, of a pot boiling before you even step into the room. As he does so, can I just do a quick scan of the room, uh, David, as in we've got open windows, anything else, etc.? Uh, yeah, just do a quick perception check. Natural one, so no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you man. know what? You are incredibly distracted by the boiling pot. Go straight over and he's boiling some potatoes, isn't he? And they're, I mean, they're looking, they're looking all right. They're looking all right. They're looking ready to eat. Guy starts looking for a strain. Okay, let's go. Can I just say, who's, who's gone into the room? Who's gone into the room? A kid who's gone in. <laughs> He's walked in. Gwendolyn is keeping that door open and holding it open. Yeah, I will, st- I'm like, <laughs> that door needs to not shut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll stay Can together, you imagine Gwen. Oh, my entire plan. I'm just like, yeah. right, okay, well, we'll spend another We're four in, weeks getting over it. To- <laughs> oh, no. <Yeah. laughs> but we could open it again if they message and then they could just walk back through it. No. No, if we're all on the other side. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, if 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 me and if me and Juna decided to close it oh. behind you, we could then open it. But that's why we need to stay at the door. Who's who's got the key? Orin's got the key, right? Oh, Orin, Orin, do you want to give me the key if you're going in through the door? Oh, okay. <laughs> so Gwen and Juna are on this side of the door while the other three go in, thus making sure they can come back out of the door. The door is open. Great. I'm sitting against it. I will. Shout out for Neurum, uh, because potatoes on Neurum's probably around. Yeah. And ask Heron how Kierder is. Well, Please. you can probably ask. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, um, yes, when you start calling out for Neurum, he does sort of like shuffle around uh, through it. Oh, this person uh, knock or let us know. Oh, sorry, we knocked. Did you not hear? 
We forgot. We have important business. Get away from my potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was trying to help. Sorry, they were just so good last time. Um, Who you be wanting any dinner? Sorry, Nurem. No, um, not not particularly. No, it's a kind of an emergency. Um, Oh, okay. That's why we showed up unannounced and we forgot. Where's his lordship? It's yes. It's the scullerin. No, he's off on business. Oh, perfect. We need your advice. Uh, The professor is here. Yeah, Kyoto. The professor's here. Professor's here. If you want to talk to the professor. Okay, we ain't got a lot of time to Orin. You just go ahead and check it out. Oh. Nurem, do you have a, a way of just getting in contact easily with the scholar? No, I'm no, no way. He's turning up. He just, Jesus. He's a wonderful master. And uh, yes, that's enough said about that. So, no. Uh, do, do you know where he's, where he is? Business, I don't know. He travels. I assume he's travelled north? I don't know. He's got, he hasn't told me. He's just, he's gone off. I'm making potatoes for this professor. Insight check. Yeah, I was about to say insight check as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can make an insight check. I don't know. I, natural two. That's, that's oh, not right. My God. Okay. Uh, insight, right? A 15. A 15? Yeah, genuinely, he doesn't know. You get the impression that when Heron's called off for business or like to go and do arcanist work, he doesn't really let Nurem know. You get a very clear impression. Okay, well, that avenue is closed, guys. Let's uh, go back and check out the others, yeah? Um, yeah. Should we ask the professor if he knows, or should we... Uh, or, 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 and Juna goes tap-tap on her head. Yeah, maybe. Um, I guess... I, I feel like we, sh- we can probably pass things on through Kierda. I mean, it will take some time. Okay, well, thanks very much, Nurem. We'll we'll see you later. We'll try and remember to knock next time. Yeah, sorry for bursting in. As you all start like edging back toward the door, like Kida does stick his head in the kitchen. He's like, "Oh, I thought I heard you." <laughs> Hi, Kida. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's all right. I, yeah, I heard you say you're on your way out. I won't. I won't keep you long. What's been going on? Oh, all right, so we have, we haven't got a lot of time, but... so we, we'd love yeah, to see you. Yeah, I said it's fine. <laughs> Press for time. Do you need any help? I don't suppose you know much about uh, researching the yeah the consortium members. Anything useful you found out about Petrogranius? I know history is more your thing rather than yeah. Day, I don't but... know about it. She's like she's one of the high circle. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Not anything yeah. about her in particular. No. Oh, do you have any idea where um, Heron's off to? If he's left you here. Uh, down south somewhere, I think. Uh, where is it? Like, Fossfall, I think, is where he's at. I don't know. He's been sent off. I called to do some more scholarly stuff. Oh, okay. As you're a history buff, what do you know about Chargelt? Maybe. Right. Well, she's the one that, like, uh, is buried in the the Arcanist Consortium, right? But yeah. like she was also deposed. She was like kicked out off of her seat. So I don't really know how that worked. Uh, but she's like buried in there. I mean, have you managed to get in at all? No. We potentially might be able to find out some more information. That, that's all information you gave us before. Do you have anything new? Not that I've learned so far, right. no. Okay. Well, no. then you keep on researching. Yeah, I was looking into that um, uh, the the lighthouse down south, like really far down south. Uh, I'll, I'll let you know if anything else about that comes up. All right. Yeah, like any new information uh, would be yeah, great. Yeah, do shoot yeah. us a message. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Nice to see you again, Juno. Good to see you too, Kierda. Glad you're keeping well. Same. Well, like we said, um, 
got a bit of a rush. In a rush. Yeah, so. oh, you rush off. Do you want some potatoes for the road? No. No, no, no. We're good. Thank you. We're good. Thank no, you. No, nothing else. No rolls. No nothing. No, we're we're good. Thanks. Gwendolyn's like Thanks. opening the door as wide as possible, <laughs> just like really trying to Orin's push people back through it. <laughs> yeah. Orin's gone. Oh, that's a nice room <laughs> you're staying in. All right, but bye. See you. Bye. bye. Juna's being pushed back for the rest because she was kind of going for a roll. Yeah, I was thinking about should be a roll as we go through the door. It'd be like, yeah, yeah, no small rolls. Hey, Yay. but massive jacket potatoes. <laughs> Orin will shut the door. Uh, Juna will give Orin back the key. Thank you very much, mm-hmm. David. How many pastries were there on the side, and how many did I swipe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Enkidu didn't bring your pastry like he promised. Yeah, I've been yeah. thinking about that this whole time. <laughs> um, I will say that there um, yeah there were a selection of probably three day old croissants on the side I'll take it well I'll take what I got what I can get um, cool alright then so uh, okay so that avenue is closed um, as Oren is conveniently turning the key okay so uh, how are we going to get in touch with Heron then I can I can message him I mean I can send well if we really need to I mean uh, do we really need to it would be useful to know who is redacting our names. I That's think that true. Would be, that would put us yeah. in a more powerful position. I can send him a quick message and say, hi, Heron, we stopped by. You weren't there. Do you know who's been redacting us from all of the bits and bobs? Speak to you later. Yeah. But then his next question is like, how do you know that and who? And yeah. Who told you? Well, should I tell him? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. We yeah, had a meeting maybe. with Zeravir. She wants us to work for her, but she's told us that people are attracting our names. Is, is it you that's doing that or someone else? Yeah. Is it also worth asking him what he knows about Chargate Hall, if anything? But maybe that's... He's a... not going to know any more than Kierda did. No, and, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Other than whether he's ever visited there, but I doubt it. He would have brought that up already. Yeah. In that case, yeah, Juna sends uh, a sending to Heron. Hi! Zeravir said our names were being redacted on documents. Uh, is this you or do you know who this is? Have fun on your business. That's 25. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The response you get back, um, you can tell he is a little bit distracted, and slightly surprised at having received you, but at the same time gives you a fairly straight answer. He says, I've not redacted anything. Those with access include... Higher arcanists and the high circle. I can transcribe, but not redact. Business is great, thanks. <laughs> That's hilarious. Love it. Oh my god. Love it. I really want to know what he's doing, but it's not worth the fourth level Out of interest, what are you up to? <laughs> <laughs> I suspect he's got four more spoons than we have. Oh, no. He's the biggest rival. Oh, my gosh. That would be amazing. Uh, Darkest timeline. (laughs) Orin just kills Heron. Oh, no. Wow. Okay. (laughs) It's like finding out Professor Oak has got a Pokemon in the Indigo League. Yeah, he does. Yeah. (laughs) He's the true champion. (laughs) Spoiler alert. I know. Spoiler Spoiler alert. Okay, so does Juna tell us what Heron says? Oh, yeah. So that definitely puts it more in the place of it being Winthrop, potentially, yeah. interference, especially if Axissa has Petrogarnius's ear. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Us Winthrops can, can be shady. 
Oh. <laughs> Looks a guy. It just feels like an Erida thing. We might, I might be wrong, but it feels like an Erida. Mm. She does like restricting information to higher ranking family members. Doesn't she? <laughs> Do we want to go and see your uh, stepmom now? Yeah. Uh, so we head to the library, us three, and then uh, Guy and Kidu, me, and then oh, yeah. Just one more thought. Um, were any uh, were any of the spoons potentially useful to us? As in, for example, we were able to get you an audition, basically, with the. Um, Arcanist Consortium with the last one. We were within the grounds of the Arcanist Consortium through that. Is there any of the spoons that potentially could be useful to what we're doing? Oh, was there an Arcanist at one of the events? Yes. Um, Bellow Cupdown. Oh. Uh, very friendly. I mean, it did help that Gaius charmed him, but he didn't seem to mind. Oh, I guess anything goes as long as you're magically talented, I guess. Uh, it was about magic, yes. And uh, as um, we've been told, the the Arcanists are kind of using the spoons as a headhunting opportunity. So they are around and they are involved in these spoons, which is why I'm just wondering if potentially any of the other three were useful. If you're going to head um, to Town Hall as well to maybe get blueprints, there that was there was a clue, wasn't it, for the the duck hunt? It starts at Town Hall. To find the duck, start at City Hall. Start yeah. at City. So so maybe that's useful. Yeah, well, we're at at, if time. we're at City Hall looking for plans, then that's a bit of a two for one. We are being chased out of town at noon oh, tomorrow, yes? yes? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yes, yes, you're right about that. <laughs> okay, I just, so maybe, yes, I was just wondering. maybe we just accelerate plans then. So okay. us three head to City Hall and you two head to Plumebridge? Mm-hmm. Three with Ruana, yes. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, okay, us four then, including Ag. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, us five, including the dragon. Uh, God. Sorry, us 87, including the beast. Goodness me. Are you including everybody in Enkidu's head as well? Oh, yeah, that's true. That's another so three. That's another four. So that's four. Five. There's five, five people there. <laughs> so us 11 <laughs> will walk to City Hall. And if they're walking to City Hall, we might as well take uh, Pip and Lord Crump here. Oh, yes. gosh, Pip yes. And Lord Crump. And oh, yeah. you, know what? you can yeah. drop us off on the way. We'll, stay, yeah, we'll drop you okay. off on the way. We'll drop you off on the way and we'll stable Pip and Lord Crumpet in Plumebridge oh, so we don't have yeah. to pay to Think stable the same. Yes. Uh, right. Yes. Let's pack up our bags and check out. Oh, look, City Hall. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it out. Oh, Logistic. <laughs> I hope you're enjoying this episode, <laughs> listeners. Full of action. Wait, guys, I have to download an app. I need to download an app to get the parking permit for this. Hang on. <laughs> you no, can, you just, can text. Just, just text. You can Te- just call the number and yeah. Use the voter stone. <laughs> Rose Pebble. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's my abracolats. I'm going to keep calling it voter stone. Mm. All right, let's leave. <laughs> we paid already, I think. We're fine. We can just leave. We've already pay- we paid yeah, for a night. Yeah. Like- yeah, paid for yeah, and stables and stuff. Thank you, Heather, at the feather pillow. Thank you. Thank you. The pillows were great. So, so soft. The feathers were delicious. She quickly writes, writes down in the guest book, soft pillows. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Grace here, keeping you updated with all things No Small Roles related. We hope you enjoyed the recent superfan chats covering episodes 58 to 60. We'll be releasing their episode covering 61 to 63 this week, so look out for that on your main podcast feed. 
And talking of exciting releases, next Sunday we have something a little different for you listeners. An interview with Greg Tito and Shelley Mazanoble from the official Dungeons and Dragons podcast, Dragon Talk. Join Ben, Daryl and David for a No Small Role special as they chat about all things D&D podcasting and Shelley and Greg's new book, Welcome to Dragon Talk. A big thank you to all of you that have rated us five stars on Spotify so far. And if you haven't yet, all you need to do is make sure you've played at least 10 minutes of No Small Roles on Spotify and then you'll see that you can add your five star rating. As well as ratings, reviews on places like iTunes and Podchaser also mean the world to us. We have had three lovely reviews this year. But it would be delightful to get a few more before the year is out. So if you've been meaning to review us, why not make it a festive treat to us all? You can also spread the No Small Roles love via social media at No Small Roles on Twitter and Instagram. You can search No Small Roles on Facebook and you will find a link to our Discord chat in the show notes. Also in the show notes, you'll find ticket links for A Christmas Carol with Vicky and Ben, The Witches of Oz with me... And the newest announcement is that Daryl will be appearing in Yippie Kaye at the King's Head this November and December as the alternate performer. Daryl will be performing on specific nights, so be sure to check your booking the right night to see him in this one-man show full of action and comedy. That's all from me for now. Let's get you back to Forlos Vale. So you get your horses, jump on the back of the car, and uh, make off across across the city. Yeah, it still takes a good sort of forty five minutes to an hour to get to City Hall. Guess we're just in Russia. Yeah. <laughs> Do we pass yeah. any florists? Uh, yeah, I'll say there's a florist uh, or two. Juna jumps out to buy twenty five golds worth of flowers. Oh, amazing! Uh, and there's a lovely woman uh, called Bertha. It's Bertha's bouquets. Oh, oh lovely! And yeah, she quite happily sells you twenty five golds worth, uh, which ends up. <laughs> kind of filling quite a lot of the back of the, the car as well <laughs> I don't know who's who's driving and who's like sat in the back but whoever sat in the back is surrounded by flowers Ooh, I think we also discovered earlier that Enkidu has hay fever <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> do I still have hay fever did you have you grown out of it since well mechanical body now yeah. is, is it a poison yeah. sure. is it a poison yeah. like resistant to poison and immune to disease oh. I'll say I'll say you recognise that your body almost wants to sneeze but like yeah. you're fully in control of whether or not you perform the action of it <laughs> I totally forgot He's tempted that to. Yeah. <laughs> but he'll yeah. just like sit and sniff one instead oh. <laughs> Because he's never been able to do that before. But you can sniff flowers with hay fever. Oh, yeah, yeah, but hay without fever his eyes streaming. Gwendolyn's also been on the lookout for cakes as well. Because I post the conversation last night. She's still got a hankering. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Yeah, I'll say um, just opposite the uh, Bertha's bouquets is a place called Plum and Egg that sells baked. <laughs> is like a bakery. Great. Like she gets like a twelve pack of something. Tuna was buying stuff. Enkidu <laughs> plucks one of the flowers and tucks it under the shoulder straps on his arm. Enkidu, I would love for you to have that flower, ah! but I do need <laughs> all of the flowers. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't see you there. <laughs> have some lavender. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> How much do the baked goods send me back? Oh, for 12. Um, as it's getting toward the end of the day, just the one gold. Right. Ooh. To let them go? Yeah, it's like it's a kind of like... 
a bag of like all the stuff that they are they're about to throw away or is like not been baked to the perfect <laughs> stuff but it all looks quite tasty help yourselves everybody <sighs> guys guys <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, you carry on then through town, drop the apricot lads off, and uh, <laughs> then carry on. <laughs> no? We're all the, the apricot lads. You're yes. all the, the apricot lad lads. The apricot lad lads. <laughs> yeah. That's, <it. laughs> yeah. that's yes. a thing. That's a thing. The apricot lad lads. Yeah. Apricot lad lads. And then you guys um, then carry on to uh, Bloombridge. So, at, the, uh, at City Hall. Yeah, about four o'clock. It's, uh, there is still like a small queue toward that desk at the front, but it's not as long even as it was when you first arrived. So you approach the desk uh, after a few minutes' wait. Uh, just before we approach, um, can Orin, while we're stood in the queue, just say to the others, do we have a good idea for why we would be looking for plans for... Um, maybe as a budding architect artificer you were looking to see ideas into how the house is built and what she needed oh okay yes i'm studying magical protections maybe sure and is gonna scan the crowd like bodyguard mode like Mm. madius i'm looking for you (laughs) do you think as well it's like worth like sort of saying that the who who owns this house again what's their name petrogranius maybe we could say petrogranius sent us because like she wants to like build an extension no way um, They'd find out like... we were sniffing around. Yeah. Blow a cover. Okay, so let's like look at some other places as well. Like, So what are the places? So this place, and let's name two other properties as well. Okay. Um... Just to throw them off. Yeah, Bering's place. And and, and Ty- Thailand Brothers? Yeah. And uh, Deromanet House as well. Are we, giving, are we giving ourselves away a little bit by asking for Deromanet House? Well, they're notable people of the city... We'd like to okay. see how their places are built. They're not obscure people. They're well-known people. And the plum and egg as well. Okay. I wonder if there's just a way of phrasing it that we think this is all part of the the, the duck hunt. Maybe that's our cover. The duck hunt? That we've, we've picked up some clues. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you weren't there. Um, so to, to find the duck, we've got to start at City Hall for one of the spoons. Um, so maybe we've, we've got a clue a bit wrong and we, we think we need the plans. No, but hang on. Are we going in as adventurers on the spoons, or are we going in as a scholar that's trying to do academic work? I think academic work sounds much more related to plans than hunting for ducks. Okay, no, you're right. You're right. Okay, it, yeah, it's it's not actually hunting. I don't think it's actually hunting for ducks. Orinda mutters about spoons <laughs> for the rest of the time in the queue. Yeah, can I look around while we're spending time in the queue to see if I can see any evidence of ducks in this building? Uh, yeah, make a perception check or an investigation check. I'll investigation. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're a kind of genius. Um, that will be a twenty-eight. <laughs> twenty-eight. Um, you know, you know what? There is one. Uh huh. There is one. Um, around the inside of this hall, there are carved. I don't know what you call them. Like statues of people, but like carved into the walls. Uh huh. Like carved busts almost around the edge. And um, one of them, like you get the, the impression that these are like former city mayors and, and city administrators of, of note throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but one of them has a duck flying behind her mm-hmm. in, in her little engraving. Do I recognize who she is? Nope. Is there any indication who any of them are? Mm, no, beyond, beyond, yeah, administrators of note. Is it nearby? Uh, no, it's kind of like 
higher up, okay. uh, decorating the sort of the, the the higher rim of of the walls, but right the way around this whole foyer space. And that's the only one with a duck. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And there's nothing, anything distinguishing about her. No, she seems to be dressed in in sort of like mayoral type clothes. She's almost got um that kind of <laughs> a mare like gold chain. Like a couple of the uh, the the statues have a similar thing, but no, nothing beyond that. Okay. Uh, so you reach the front of the uh of the queue. You reach the reception desk, and there's a a, a young a young half elf there. Hair pulled and slicked right the way back into a small ponytail, and she um, sits up and says, "Hello, welcome to City Hall. How can I help you this evening?" Hi. Um. Yeah. I wonder if you could just uh, we're we're here for a little bit of information, if that's all right. Absolutely. That's what I'm here for. Um, uh, what kind of information can I help you with today? C- city planning, specifically. Uh. Yes. We have. Uh. We. Is there? A, sorry. Uh. What information about city planning can I help you with? Oh yes, yeah, sorry. Uh, well, we're lo- we're just looking into a few. Uh, uh, we're looking into a few buildings. Uh, uh, in the city for a bit, just a bit of research, really. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, I, I don't know um, if we're able to access or uh, we'll just have a little look at uh, uh, any plans that sort of thing. Uh, depending on the building, some plans are restricted, uh, but uh, information about uh, deeds can be found in the archives. If you uh, just uh, head straight ahead down the corridor there. Uh, the archives are on the left. There'll be someone there who can pull out the information that you need. Oh, fantastic. We just uh, head down there? Uh, yes, off you go. Oh, uh, just quickly, um, the lady over there, Orin points at the lady with the duck. Uh, just out of interest, who's, who's she? Uh, that was uh, Mayor Richissa Furman. Richissa Furman. Mm-hmm. I heard rotisserie. I don't know about anyone else. <laughs> oh, and, and who was she, other than being a mayor, obviously? Just a mayor quite a few hundred years ago oh right interested in ducks was she i wouldn't know (laughs) fair enough (laughs) well yep so the archives just down the way there all right i hope you find everything you need thanks or it will walk that way (laughs) i assume with the others okay guess that was that's the first step yeah okay archives yeah, archives. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you sort of like walk further in, I am also imagine that um, behind the desk is like sort of steps up to a corridor that starts branching off in various directions. But the archives are very well uh, signposted, sort of like wooden plaques with brass lettering right the way along the corridor. As you sort of pull round into it, Orin, it is heaven for you. <laughs> this is like a, a double tiered library room situation. <gasps> Mezzanine going on. There, are, there's stacks of books, stacks of scrolls everywhere. A little reading tables, but there is another desk at the front with uh, uh, an older looking woman, uh, sort of sat up on her chair, sort of just rifling through papers that she has in front of her. Little glasses on the end of her nose. She looks up. She goes, uh, uh, "Yes, hello." Oh, hi. Uh, we were sent this way. Um, I, I'm hoping you can help us uh, fish out a little bit of information about uh, some plans. Uh, yes, what for? Uh, a few buildings, weren't there? Um, uh, oh, now there was... Uh... <laughs> we're looking at um, how the founding member of the consortium constructed their home. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, we're, we're, budding, we're hoping to qualify to be arcanists in the, when there's an opening in the next coming months and... Um, Seeing how an arcanist would like build their home would, you know, give us some kind of insight to how they lived back then. Especially as Dravain was a new country when um, Archmage's Child Girl was a, a, a founding member. Yeah. 
Ah, Chargeld Hall you're talking about? Yes, yes, oh, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. Ah, okay, yes, I'd certainly um, uh, see if those plans are uh, available for you. Oh, thank you. That would really help our application. Yes, uh, anything, any other information whilst I'm, anything else whilst I'm uh, scouring the shelves for them? Oh, other other buildings, you mean? Sorry. Uh, yeah. Other, well, uh, yes, yes. Well, we'll put you down at the table, and then we'll bring the the scrolls to you. Oh, amazing. Uh, any writings about the the archmage herself? I think that might help in our application if we knew brushed up a bit more about consortium history. The uh, uh, uh Chargelt, Yes. Or, or current uh, occupant. Oh well, both. If it's not too much trouble. Information. Absolutely, yes, yes. Um, and Keely like, lays a light hand on Orange's shoulder. Um, that will probably do to start with. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. Um, in which case, um, and she sort of rifles around, pulls out a, a wooden sort of stick uh, with a number written on the end, uh, 46. Hands that over to you, says, uh, go and find yourself a table, put that on the end, and then we'll, we'll somebody will be along with, uh, with uh, what we can find. Uh, thank you. Oh, uh, one final thing. Mayor Richissa Furman, uh, if you've got any info on her, that would be wonderful. Uh, Mayor Richissa Furman? Yes. Uh, well, okay, I see, I see. <laughs> Not the first person to be asking after her, uh-huh. I can tell you today. Uh-huh. Like you want to ask. <laughs> We're on the right track then. <laughs> yeah, okay, I see what's going on. I so, see. Obviously, uh, obviously uh, hopefully you won't alert anyone to what we're doing here because we don't oh, want no, everyone to know. Anybody. Absolutely, a secret safe with me. Okay, well, good luck to you. Yes, I'll, I'll give you some information on her. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes, you go take your stick and um, park yourselves, and I'll be with you shortly. Lovely. Thank you. And you do, sort of, uh, as you sort of, she gestures for you to walk around her desk. Further down, there's a very long corridor, uh, and almost between every set of stacks of books are long tables in which other people have got sort of scrolls out and are reading through things. It's a very hushed, quiet space, this. David, do we see where she's going? She doesn't move. Actually. Oh, she doesn't move. She writes the information down and has it to the side. Uh-huh. I'd say once you've found a table, make a a perception check to keep an eye on her. Yeah. Or at least on the front desk. Natural 20 for 22. Yes. Uh, all right then. Um, yeah, you can see after a while that somebody at like, <laughs> almost imagine that you find a table, park yourself and you're like, it's just leaning around the corner from the bookshelves, <laughs> being like, keeping an eye. Mm-hmm. But yeah, basically, somebody else comes along, she passes the paper over, explains what it is you're looking for, and they go off. They go off to find the books. Can I try and keep as much of an eye as I can from where I'm sat on where they go, please? Say, with the bookshelves in the way, yeah, you can't follow them too long. They do wander off, not only amongst the bookshelves that you can see, but through other doors into clearly slightly more restricted spaces. Do I see Orin make a concentrated effort to try to follow where they're going? Or... Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Who's sat down at the table and who's, like, pacing? Uh, I'll pace and look around, because I think these two are much more academic than I am. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'll sit, I'll sit at the table. So Orin will sort of stand near the chair at the table, like he could sit down at any minute, but will also be keeping an eye on where this person's heading, and then, mm-hmm. yeah. Just if anything interesting catches his eyes as, as well while he's just hmm. pacing around. Um, probably get maybe a little bit distracted by other people passing by with uh, quite he- like full trolleys of things being delivered what? to other tables. They come in trolleys? But eventually somebody, yeah, somebody does sort of rock up, unload some uh, files onto yours, 
uh, onto the table right next to the number 46 and says in passing, uh, couldn't get a hold of the plans you were after um, as I believe they're held at the uh, the Arcanist Consortium along with uh, anything more than a, ge- a general smattering of information about uh, Chargelt. But here's what I have got. So enjoy. It's mostly uh, titles and deeds. Oh, thank you okay, so much. Thank you. David, mm-hmm. do I believe they're telling the truth when they say that they can't get hold of it and it's in the yeah. Arcanist Consortium? Mm. Yeah, make an insight check. I never do these, but... You should do. Oh, <laughs> no idea. Four. What? Four. Even Abracalad powers. My insight's rubbish. <laughs> really? Yeah. We found his weakness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's a fairly fairly big pile of yeah. um, of stuff for the three of you to start reading through. Okay. Orin will dive in. Can I just like sleuth off and follow that person? Yeah, yeah go for it. Yeah, guy. Are you gonna be as I'm walking away? Or? I'm just gonna like do like hand signals towards Inkidu and uh, Orin so they know what I'm about. Orin is already looking at the books and doesn't see them. Inkidu would do that kind of like finger point towards him and Daryl will ask David yeah. when I use the armor of shadows is it like puff a cloud or something is it like very not subtle if I cast pass without a trace on the three of us hmm. the armor kind of glows and I think the, the smoke is mostly around you I think if guy leaves your area it doesn't work yeah, anyway. yeah. it's only 30 feet around me yeah. so you don't get it the other thing I would say is that you have already used that uh oh today that was last night yeah but like within the 24 hours you have already used it oh and i'd have to roll to see if i got it again yeah so and like you would know that you might get a massive exclamation mark in your head (laughs) (laughs) um which i'm desperate for it to happen (laughs) uh, no i'll leave guys to it because i think daryl's thinking we should leave (laughs) because we haven't got what we came for but i'll stay and skim through the books see if there's anything i can pick up just for general Mm. knowledge's sake to make use of uh, time here yeah guys make a stealth check for us uh that's gonna be a 24 yes 24 that's pretty it's pretty nice that's a good stealth nobody sees you um you just have a nice smooth every time they stop with their trolley to unload more files and scrolls and books and things you just like just turn around just start browsing at a nearby shelf <laughs> and then and like uh, carry on moving again they seem you. Fo- I don't know how long you want to follow them for, but it's it's a fairly boring watch of them. Unfortunately, they kind of they loop around, drop everything off, go back to the front desk, pick up another like set of things to go look up for people. Do they have anything jangling around them, like a set of keys, perhaps? Uh, no, actually, they don't. It's it's very much like even the doors that they're walking through into like more restricted sections are not locked. They're just kind of like pushing their way through them. It's just like uh, through like the the glass of the door, you can see that there are people beyond who are like carefully handling the materials in the books. So it's less restricted for the information and more restricted just as that's like slightly more precious books. What do we think, guys? Do you think I should use a bit of, bit of magic and see if I can worm my way through there? Or do you think it's save it? I think save it. We're not going to use much today. It's but. if it, it was one thing. If this is Daryl, it's one thing if they went to go look for the books we requested, and then came back said, "Oh, it's actually somewhere else." Then another, then to flat right out deny us from the beginning, saying we don't have that here. That's restricted. Yeah, that's or, true. That's we just true. don't have it. That lends a bit of truth to them. Yeah, I see the logic in that. All right, fine. Gaius is 
gonna feel frustrated and he'll just get a bunch of books and he'll rearrange them and <laughs> and he'll do that as he's heading back towards Oren and Enkidu. Nice. <laughs> a whole bunch of dates on some like <laughs> some chronological shelf are just completely out of whack now. Yep. Uh, amazing. And you all sit there and read for a bit. Over in Plumebridge. <laughs> What's happening? Uh, so you, you pull up your, your horse and cart around the back? On the way, can I have asked Juno? Uh, Juno, what's with all the flowers? <laughs> I mean, they're great. Uh, really lovely, but yeah, just curious. Well, I'm trying out some new magic. Where I get to ask, I, I was explaining this morning, I get to ask a fate-based question about something that hasn't happened yet. And to be able to do it, I need to cast a ritual that needs this volume of flowers to be able to ask the question. Oh, wow. As I say, this is new magic for me. But from what I can understand, I have to make an emotional and monetary sacrifice in order to to be able to to ask the fate of of something that we're about to do. And uh, because my belief system is flowers... That is the nature of this particular ritual. Makes sense. Which is why I wouldn't give Enkidu one of the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can get him flowers another time. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty. Oh, Plumebridge. Plumebridge. <laughs> oh, look, to Roman at house. <laughs> yeah, she's just been, as a bit of chit-chat on the way. Yeah. Just was curious. Mm. But also, as, as they're sort of like going along in the carriage, I think Juno will have sort of, had a bit of a chat with Gwen over what question she's thinking of asking. Mm-hmm. I think depending on what information Gwen gets, like June is definitely like, do I want to be sort of finding out how guarded the like inside part of where Pellegree is, is or like, will anyone, is anyone due to be home tomorrow? That's what she's concerned with. So depending on what you get from Kasula, Gwen, is what June what will ask, ask the, the universe. The, the yes. face, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Fill in the, the gaps with the fates. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, um, yeah, you uh, pull the horses around the back, pull them into the stables, and there is just enough space for uh, your cart in there as well. Whoa, Pip and Lord Crumpet. <laughs> good horses. They are canonically good horses. Good horses. <laughs> canonically, yeah. Lawful good. <laughs> Lawful good horses. Not chaotic. Uh, but you make your way inside, and the kitchen staff who... <laughs> you know you got fairly used to yesterday are in the middle of trying to make dinner so in like passing through like the little reception room past the kitchen and making your way upstairs no one has actually you need a hand no we're fine thanks okay uh nobody's actually stopped you as you've kind of entered just gonna keep on going with the confidence towards kasula's rooms or to maybe that room where we uh, on the way i suppose that room where we spoke to quince and timon the day before just to see if they're there they mm-hmm. might be having a meeting. They're not actually. Uh, interesting. As you kind of like try to search wherever, they're not in the house. You sort of even ask a, a servant and basically Timon is out given another speech. Oh. That, uh, that Kasula has obviously healed up enough with to go with him um, and Quince has decided to attend this one. Okay, well, um, I left some stuff in Kasula's room. Uh, she's like, she's my mum's, uh, step-mum, so I'm just going to go go get those things. Um, Absolutely. Cool, okay. Yep. Had the run of the house yesterday, so... yeah. Great, thanks. Gwendolyn carries up. She remembers where the rose pebble was kept. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Uh, yep. In his little box. Soda stone. 
Rose Pebble. Uh, in its little box, it's um, it's yeah, got that one of your one of your dad's locks on it. But you unlock it. I pick it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, open it up, and it's it's there waiting for you. Right. So, you know what Prim's like, Juna. I think we'll need to persuade her somehow. I think she will know if there is a way to override this security lion. So I was thinking maybe if we were to do a bit of reverse psychology, you'd be like, of course Prim knows how to do it. Prim's so clever. And then I'm like, no, she's too dumb. Like, and dad wouldn't trust her with that sort of information. If you're if you're calling her up... It, the light and the dark. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, light, light and dark. Yeah. But basically, you know, I, I'm hoping that she'll want to prove me wrong. I am down with this plan. I think it's genius. Great. Let's give it a go. So she squeezes the stone. Mm-hmm. In my head, they're like in a 90s like rom-com. And it's like a hamburger phone. Obviously, it's not. It's that kind of vibe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it kind of, again, it goes warm in your hand. It starts to glow, uh, Gwendolyn. And it is Prim who answers. Oh, Prim. Oh. Hello, Prim. How are you? It's nice to speak to you. It's Juna. So have you just taken Casula's stone now? Is that what's happened? No, we're just borrowing it because me and Juna have been having a bit of a conversation and, well, like, we just needed to settle something. And you're the person we actually needed to speak to. See, we we need to know the the, the, the details. We, we saw this lion statue, didn't we, Gwen? Yeah, and we've seen one before. Um, You know, the Vondels, there was this, like, dragon statue. I think you probably were involved on that little project for the roses do you remember it probably i'm sorry where where are all of these questions coming um, from well, you, we, well we've just been, like you know i've been doing a lot like i've been traveling a lot i've been learning a lot about myself and the world it's true yeah but you never paid any attention to dad's work yeah, and well, this, why are you suddenly calling up now well because i want to know a bit more and well yeah do you and know we know that you're the expert you well, see we saw i don't this... think you are the expert because i well, don't see, think you... this is where we don't agree <sighs> well we don't know we saw a lion statue here in Forlos Vale, and i said you know who will know all about that is our little primrose our little evening primrose oil she'll know all about that and what <laughs> did you say gwen well, I was like, obviously she wouldn't know about that. And she wouldn't know about the dragon, whether there was like any sort of override or anything like that. Because, I mean, I don't and think And I dad... said, if anyone's going to know, it'll be Prim. Yeah, but dad wouldn't trust her with that information. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. Calm down, Deli. <laughs> I mean, Juna is obviously right. Juna, I've missed you, by the way. Oh, oh I've God. missed you too. Like, the cooking has just not been as good. And like, your chats. Oh, I miss you so much. Do you know it's nice to be appreciated as a cook sometimes? <laughs> yeah, you're like the best. Anyway, um, yeah, I obviously know how those things work. So, um, really? So there you go. That's settled then, isn't it? Well, you can't just say, yeah, I know how those things work. You've got to explain. Otherwise, we're not going to believe you. I don't believe you. Well, you don't have to believe me. It's the truth. Well, well how, do, how do they work? They're very intricately designed, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, there's, there's a lot going on inside of them, actually. And most of it's arcane. So what does go on inside of them? Well, it's all like arcane uh, runes and things. And it's, it's basically like an animated statue, right? Which it, it goes off on one. Uh, and there's a little bit of me- mechanics going on in there. But I mean, Dad's been very clever with it. I've, I had to study a lot of the, those diagrams. Um, wow. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that Delhi has actually seen those diagrams, but clearly she does not remember. Well, like, 
I don't remember. And that's why I don't believe that you would know how to like, once the people have got it, you couldn't override it, could you? Because you wouldn't understand that. I mean, obviously I'd understand that. You know how to override it, really. Yeah, they've each got their own little way. How would you do that? I love it. As this is going on, like Grace's natural voice is coming out, so we can definitely see what it's like to be a sibling of Grace. It's like all Gwen has been dropped, all Delhi. <laughs> Shut up! Oh God, is this how I sound? This is this is sibling. This is sibling chat. This is pure sibling. Yeah, pure sibling. No, obviously I'm not going to tell you. You're going to have to figure that out for yourself. Okay, I don't have the diagrams in front of me now. Could you give us a clue, maybe? That'd be fun, wouldn't it? No, she can't because she doesn't know how to do it. No, but you do, don't you? Go on, give us a clue. Juna, Juna, can you can you tell her to go away and I will tell you. Whoa. Okay. Hello. Go on. Why don't you go away, Gwen, and, and then and then uh she can tell me. <laughs> fine, fine. But I bet she doesn't know how to override these statues. And that's I think I'm right. You're always wrong. Juna sends Gwen like a wink. <laughs> Gwendolyn winks back at Juna. <laughs> <laughs> Juna. Can you tell me a story? I can tell you a story. <sighs> okay, if you tell me a story, I'll tell you whatever it is that you want to know. Oh, this yeah, sounds okay. like a fantastic way to spend an evening. I've missed your stories, Juno. Why did you have to go after Delhi? Do you know what? Well, you know, like sometimes fate takes you in funny directions and this is the direction that my fate took me in. What about you? Where's your fate leading you? Whilst Vicky looks up the story. oh i don't know just i don't know if uh maybe maybe i want to move out oh really yeah well i mean it's just not the same with you two here or you three even so i don't know it's just i don't i I don't know Gina. it's just really hard sometimes you know i just needed some more i just need some more of your guidance that's what i need Mm -hmm. you know what i mean if i could send you guidance via the stone i would you know that don't you i know are you ready for a story? Okay. Around the Rillian Isles, there is a tradition of cavalcades, circuses that travel from town to town, pitching up, performing and moving on. This story concerns a talented young dancer from Sulmara, who left her family when she was young, travelled north and joined a cavalcade. Her first day was a shock. She worked every waking hour she was tired, homesick, and she felt as if she had lost everything she loved. As time went on, the work didn't get any easier, but she grew to understand that although she had given up so much, she had gained something else. Every day she danced what she loved to do more than anything. She learned to appreciate the small things in life and had gained a whole new family. Sometimes it can feel like You've given up everything, but sometimes doing just that means you are open to let wonderful new things in. I feel that like that's maybe more pertinent than I thought it might be. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing with your stories, Juno. There's almost so much to get out of them, you know? And yeah, I think I needed to hear that. Okay. You do what you need to do, Prim. Go get a tattoo, love. Yeah, get tattoo. (laughs) But first of all, go on, tell me how that lion works. So if it's the lion dad gifted to uh, the Arcanist Consortium, I don't know where they put it, but uh, it is purely defensive. And it can be disabled if you stroke its left ear three times. (laughs) What? (laughs) 
That's really valuable information. That's exactly why I wanted to do this. She, like, you can hear like a bit of paper flow. She's like, at least that's what the diagrams say. I got those in front of me. So, can I insight check that, please? Yeah, go for it. Stroking its left ear three it's not times. Not like our lives are on the line. If we get this wrong. <laughs> yeah, there's no reset from the save point this time either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no spawn point. Unnatural twenty. I've used favorite lines. So, yeah, so I feel like no, we need she's to entirely being truthful. Cool. Like she, you can, you can tell she's almost like reading it off of a bit of paper. She flips it over a bit more. And she goes, "Oh, um, no, it does say, um, yeah, it's just installed in a garden somewhere. Char, char, gelt, char, gelt hall. Oh, char, gelt hall. Yeah. Do you know what, Prim? You were so clever." It's it's clever because you wouldn't think to do that to disable it, would you? Well, no, exactly. Mm. I mean, I don't know how you're going to do that if it activates, though. What, why do you say that? It's quite an aggressive model, that one. <laughs> do you know what it does? Oh, it just acts like a lion, but it... Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Why do you want to know that? Just that we've seen it and, and we saw a, a similar model as... Gwen was saying, um, outside the Vondel's folly of, of a dragon. Um, and it's given us quite a funny feeling and just on the off chance that we need to defend ourselves against it. Well, I don't know why you'd be worried. It only activates if the alarms go off. So as long as you're not stealing something, I suppose. Oh, that's a relief. We're not planning on stealing anything. All right, well, well it's been lovely, but I've got to get back to work. Well, I, I tell you what, I'll call, I'll call. Gwen back over so she can say no, goodbye. No, right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Gwendolyn um, does hand gestures to the to the stone. <laughs> Proper childish. Um, and yeah, in your hand, Juno, it's kind of like it warms down um, and you put it back oh. in the box and seal it off. Well done, Juno. That was so well done. I'm very, she gives her a big, massive squeeze. It was your plan and it worked. Yes, but you were you able it to would go one way or the other. Wow, you really were able to get that information out of her. That's so useful. Yeah. At least if we can, I mean, hopefully we won't set the alarms off anyway because we've got the bonbons. But if we can... At least we know, don't we? Well, I think it's worth trying to disable it straight away anyway. Then it's disabled and then if on the way out, because I think on the way out, I think we might struggle. So yes. it's one less thing to be against us. Yeah. Or maybe there's something, I, maybe Rowana can get up to it and stroke it, maybe. That's a good idea. Great. I just am not, I, I sort of wish that I'd asked while I was on the pebble, while I was on the Vodastone. <laughs> Wink, Ben. Juno <laughs> um. <laughs> looks out of the comic strip to Ben. I just, yeah. I just feel like someone's just winked at me, says Orin from the library. Juno <laughs> Ju- wakes the Juna Juno messages a wink to Orin. Um. <laughs> wink emoji. Uh, I, I wish I'd asked her if it, can only be disabled once it's been activated. I got the impression that it's only it activates when the alarm goes off and then needs to be disabled, maybe. Hmm. But it's definitely worth us trying it before it's been activated, if that makes sense. Yes. Well, yes. either way, it's useful information. Mm. Let's try and I mean, I feel like it should always be kind of at the ready, so if we deactivated it, it wouldn't spring into action, hopefully. Like if it's on like sleep mode. Well, I mean, stroking a lion's left ear three times is never going to do any harm, is it? No. <laughs> to, to tell that to the zookeeper. Depends <laughs> on the lion. <laughs> now we just need to wait for Kasula to come home. We don't know what time she's due back, do we? Mm, no, but 
maybe there's some other people around we could ask information more. Yeah? Do you know what? It was lovely hearing Prim. I mean, if that's... If you enjoyed her company, then that's great. <laughs> I think you've inspired her. Well, yeah, I was listening. It's nice mm. that maybe she wants to get out there a bit. Yeah? I mean, of course she does. She wants to copy whatever I do. <laughs> <laughs> David, do I know that to be true? <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if it is. I think Gwendolyn probably usually wants to copy is. her. Yeah. But she's done something finally by her like self. Oh, yeah. I'm really I mean, pleased there's... for her. There's always a bit of that with with both of them. Yeah. There's like one of them will get something, the other one instantly wants it in some way or other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, basically, want to try and find somebody in the house who knows exactly where they are, what time they'll be back, or like plans. Is there like a butler, somebody who's a bit more in charge, or a housekeeper? Yeah. Say, so make an in- investigation check. Um, an investigation check just for for general information. With help. Uh, with guidance. Yeah, I think, I've given, guidance. I think guidance. I've given Gwen two guidances recently, so you definitely guidance is, guidance is my four. D4, yeah. Uh, Twelve? Um, yeah, it takes a fair amount of time. You're basically shuffled from one person to the next, and it's almost like one servant who's like leading you around to all of the other servants, <gasps> being like, they're asking a question that I don't know the answer to. Are we allowed <laughs> to show them the diary? That kind of like vibe. Mm-hmm. Eventually you get an answer that it might be about 10 o'clock tomorrow. Like 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Like they're going out in the morning, like they're having breakfast and leaving. So it, it might be around 10 that that's when the tour starts, but it's it's definitely a, a, a during the day thing. It's not an evening thing. Great. So do you know what time they'll be back today, this evening? It depends. Sometimes they're, um, they're out all night if they get into the chats with people, if they want to go hobnobbing. Sometimes they're back pretty quickly, like they were yesterday. Okay. I mean, like, that was a slightly different case, obviously, because of the attack. But yeah, I hope that doesn't happen. No, I don't. Don't imagine it will. Do you think uh, that we might be able to to stay here this evening, me and my my companions? Don't know about that. I can't give you uh, permission for that without this lordship's consent, Very unfortunately. Cool. Well, we'll just wait. Yeah. You're welcome to wait. Gwen, I do have one more sending. If this is how we want to use this. Potentially. Is is there any uh, library or anything here as well? Some more bits, some more history. Uh, yeah, there is. Uh, yeah, there's sort of a small library in the house. Okay, great. Well, um, we've, we've stabled our horses out there. So please do look after our horses. We're going to go and check out in the library. Okay. And if you hear anything from them, that would be really, really great. Thank you so much for your help. Of course. No worries. She goes like she starts going a bit more noble. <laughs> She's trying to posh her way into something again. <laughs> yeah, she's poshing her way up. She's remembering her station. and She's going to try and act a bit entitled to, so she can just use the place how she wants to. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Roll a posh check. Can I have a posh, <laughs> posh check? It's position of privilege. It's one of my things. I'm always welcome in high society. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that was a feature. It's a feature. Yeah. It's like yes. being... A hero, or you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. in his back alleys. It's like it's yeah. like your criminal contact, yeah. basically. It's my God, that's yeah. my feature. But for for poshies, my posh, <laughs> my poshy, my poshy feature. Um. So yeah, the two of you set yourselves up in the library, back at the uh, the archives. Somebody starts coming around to get you to leave. You have given everything a good long read, whilst it's really light on information on both Petrogranius and uh, Adathal Chargelt. What you do manage to find is a list of deed owners 
mm-hmm. throughout the years in in a in a clear concise chronological order it's like 16 names long of owners of the halls yes. mm. yeah and you do notice uh, that every single one of them was on the high circle okay, so it's cool. been sort of passed down the high circle members yeah. passed down to yeah member to member to member to member right the way through in an unbroken line okay and are they names of significance? Uh, any of them names? Like, it, obviously, I guess it starts with Chargel and it ends with Granius. Is there anything in between those two of note? There's no... I mean, I could I could give you the list of all 16 names, but if you no, the DM none of them telling stand us it's out not significant, that's, oh, no. that's fine. No, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's basically checkers. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's kind of, yeah, what it might have started out as one person's, like, family hall. Mm. Oh yeah, you do. It is noted that it was built for Chargelt. Yeah. So you know, it wasn't like it was passed down from from her family at all. Like she was the initial owner of the of the property, and then it's only been owned by High Circle members. Got you. Okay. Yeah. Checkers. When it comes to uh, Richissa Furman, yes. uh, yep, she was mayor a few years ago. She is most notably known for uh, for her love of ducks. <laughs> And you say a few uh, years ago, one, a few hundred years ago, right? A few hundred right, years right. ago, yeah. And that she did have a uh, a particular pet duck called Lady Quackington the <gasps> Third. It was true. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, built a monument to Ooh. her in the city, but it doesn't say where the monument is. Oh, okay. That's that's where we need to go. We need to find the monument. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, apart from apart from that, there's not a huge amount of information. Okay. So nothing else relevant in it. Uh, no. And they're trying to hurry us out the door. Are they? Or are mm. they? Yeah. Yeah. But at this point, it's got to get into six o'clock closing time. Just out of interest, is there any sign of... The, it's all sort of archives and stuff in here, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Is there any kind of indication of like archives that would be about royal, the royal lineage or anything of that type? Uh, make an investigation check as you're walking out. I'm going to make that a 28. Abracan lad. Yeah. Let's go. Whilst you don't specifically see one about royalty, there is a section just as you pass, you're passing a shelf that you you realize is is labeled as nobility, which you assume might have some information in there. But as I say, there's like almost like a little (laughs) little line of ushers trying to like clear every table down that middle corridor uh, and encourage everybody out. Orin. Orin. I see your eyes on that book. Do you want it? I mean, it's a whole shelf. Oh, it's a whole shelf. shelf. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, okay, it's not book. one book label. It's a whole like section of the library, right. uh, of the archive, labelled no- nobility. Uh, okay. Uh, and when you got your eyes on, maybe we could swipe a book. I was just thinking we could try and find something about nobility, about Timon or our friend Berrien. Timon doesn't claim to be nobility, though. No, that's true. Quince. Berrien. Berrien. Could be good. Claims to be related to the king. Are we being watched, David? Yeah. <laughs> by, by probably about sort of six people. By about six people. Who are, as I say, trying to encourage the entire room of people out. And they can see those files very much. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. If we really want this book, and I mean really want it, what if Gaius makes a distraction, I puff, teleport, grab the book, and then we slide outside. I think the distraction would be enough, no? I mean, I can just go invisible. Then we just, like, pick it up and walk out. You think? Good day. All right. 
On a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you want this book? <sighs> Could be useful. I think that's consent. Let's go. And <laughs> I will... Um... But maybe not on the teleporting. Well, I could teleport when I've got the book out of sight. I, I can solve this. I can solve this. Okay, do you, what do you need me to do? Just distract them for a second. All right, all right, guy, let's go. Okay, guys, drumming his um, his fingers together and on the table, and he's just looking at a kid like, are we going somewhere, or do I do it now? Um, I think we should do it now. Okay, rock and roll. And he brrr, increases the tempo until suddenly it becomes like a drum, like a lull, and then just like a, a small vibration that like no one else can see, apart from maybe people up close, just emits out. And then in the on the other, right, down further along the hallway where there are columns and whatnot, a giant golden dragon <laughs> crashes into the column and rips asunder. Oh my god. Sure, there is panic. Yes. There is shock. There is screaming suddenly. Uh, Akiru draws his sword and he's it's like the the arc that Sophia drew. He's pointing, everyone out, everyone get out. And he draws his sword to face the dragon. The dragon goes, I want pastry. (laughs) You can't bloody have any. How about you? Send Axe fight with Akiru. <laughs> ducking and diving and false swiping. <laughs> Amazing. Orin, what are you doing? Orin has gone invisible. <laughs> yes! Orin, the moment that, that right. he sees that everyone is not looking his way, he's gone. He's invisible. And as quietly and quickly as he can, he's just going to head over to that little shelf and have a quick scurry through to see if he can find Berrien. All right, I'll, I'll let you go off of the end of uh, that 28 as well. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you very quickly find a Berrien sort of family tree. Like sort of, it's it's less of a book and more of a scroll. Sort of you're following, you're going through uh, sort of the noble names and then you see Berrien in like a sort of a small collection of like estate deeds and legal documents. And you grab one. Cool. Which I assume turns invisible when you... Pick yeah, up. I believe anything I'm carrying is invisible. So, nice. yeah. I, I believe as soon as it becomes part of my inventory. You shove it in a bag, your bag's invisible, you yep. can't see. Yep, absolutely, it, it, it's gone. So, as you grab that, where are you heading, Orin? In that nobility stuff, mm-hmm. uh, what's the most recent king called? Herish Dadara. Thank you. Is there anything that I notice about Herish? Um, yeah, I'll say there is a, another section for Ditharan. Again, not too far down uh, from Berrien, it being alphabetical. Ditharan? I will... Detharan. Yeah, so you, you can grab some Detharan information as well if you want. It's in Orin's bag. And then Orin is sorely tempted to then dispense the full hour of invisibility in the library. <laughs> A full hour? Do it! How Do long it. does the mirage, the image last? Yeah, that's... Yeah, uh, back in, like, whilst Orin is suddenly grabbing... The, yeah, the two of you. Yeah, that, that major image is... Uh, only gonna last for ten minutes with concentration. Oh gosh! Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, people in there can feel the heat as it's blasting like fire from its nostrils. Having this fight with Enkidu. Yeah. yeah. Are the two of you staying in the room? Uh, obviously, Enkidu is is making out that he's fighting this dragon. <laughs> <laughs> 
but Gaius, like, how much do you have to like pay attention to it to control it, or is it just like off and away doing its thing? Uh, I think. Well, I think it's like I'm very carefully making sure the dragon's claws just miss Enkidu's sword, and Enkidu's sword yeah. just misses the dragon. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Cool. So, <laughs> as this fight continues. Can all three of you make wisdom saving throws? Oh, oh no! Yes. Oh I'm all no! For this. Okay, yeah. No. <laughs> wisdom saving throw. Oh, Ooh. Twenty-one. Nice. Get out of there. Go. Run. Yeah. yeah. That is gonna be the next action as soon as I feel like something's happening. <laughs> That's a twelve. Yes. 17. 17. 17 is not enough, unfortunately. Oh, oh! I'm really hoping 21 is. Yeah, no, because as uh, obviously you've... Um, well, a dragon has just appeared in a in a government building. Probably a bit of overkill, actually. So there is a very large contingent of arcanists who've just arrived, teleporting in, have seen this dragon, have dispelled it, and have... Like, dispelled all magic in the room, so your invisibility is up, Orin. Oh, it's gone. Okay. Orin tries to look as innocent as he can. And Gaius and Enkidu are frozen in place. You can see a few other sort of people who, like, hadn't rushed out Mm -hmm. are also kind of frozen. A few people that are tottering around still trying to come with grips to grips with what's happened. (laughs) But no, Gaius Gaius and Enkidu... Very much being arrested at this point. Okay. And that's where we're going to end the episode. No! No! Oh no, I'm so sorry! Oh, damn it. All I can do is laugh. Oh, man. (laughs) We got up to mischief! If it was like a small distraction, I would have been like, cool, let's go. You uh, a dragon. I spent an hour invisible in like, a we government can't do that building. For an hour. No, I wasn't suggesting that you tried to keep the distraction up for an hour. That Orin was just gonna no. went wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got quite this. excited when like someone said distraction, <laughs> so I went all out. I'm sorry. I mean sorry. it was very fun. It, it was, was amazing. Fun. It's exciting. Oh the Ow. shit that they are in now. The fun oh, of We are in so much trouble. Yay. Well, you know, spin off episode. <laughs> I, could, I was like, oh, could I counterspell the binding and then fly us out? I don't know. I don't know what horror this is. This is why this game is fun, because we do <laughs> stupid shit. <laughs> the image was just so good. Oh, it's so beautiful. Good. I loved it. Like bursting through oh. the wall. Oh. Brilliant. Oh, that they could feel the fire, the heat. I love it. Oh, no. David, mm. can I ask, yeah. do we recognise any of the... I'll, I'll save this for next time. Do we recognise any of the arcanists that were just bursting? No, I'll say you don't. Oh, good for that. <laughs> that's good at least. That would be really awkward. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, we're such idiots. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that was so stupid. So funny. <laughs> I love it. So funny. It's so funny. So good. I love it. Love it. You have been listening to David Knight as your dungeon master. Ben Galpin as Orin. Chris Watts as Gaius. Daryl Bailey as Enkidu. Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn. And Vicky Gaskin as Juna. Original music by David Knight. Please tell your friends, subscribe, 
and follow us on all the social media. Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. Anon for now. Why do you want to know that? Just that we've seen it and and we saw a, a similar model uh, as as great as great. Retcon. We saw a similar model as as. I was going to say Grace again, <laughs> but you didn't. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I fly through the door. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.